0: Welcome to the Condition Release Program, a podcast that delves into the netherworld of cults, Grims and Con Artists. We don't like these people in it shows. We believe the best way to expose them is to hold them up to a harsh light, point our index fingers in their general direction and mock them mercilessly, take them down a peg or two until they cease to exist in any other form than the shit on our shoes. I'm Jack the Insider, otherwise known as Peter Hoisted for tax purposes.
1: And I'm Joel Hill, and in today's program, Q-Grifter and pornography enthusiast Ron Watkins is running for Congress. Hooray. Fucking hell. Yeah, public office has really lost all meaning. Ava Yemeni achieves the impossible by becoming even more annoying, which has just basically broken the quantum of space (laughs) and time. And Rukshan's peaceful people crying for freedom issue death threats to public figures. Of course they do. And their families, because they have no fucking boundaries. And some of these peaceful people... Have Guns!
0: uh, Who'd have thought people who've been inculcated with propaganda and fear would one day turn violent, Joe?
1: I've got no idea. And we'll have
0: all your favourites, including which black-pilled fuckwit said that, and a huge weekend, Pete Evans. So huge, it might be called gargantuan. (laughs) (laughs) We're also announcing the launch of the Condition Release Program's Patreon, a pay-per-view guide for all our fans with plenty of bonus goodies you won't get from our weekly podcast, which will remain free, because we love you. You. yeah but for those who deeply love us back and have a few spare dollars there'll be more conditional release program more Joel, and even more jack yep and i'll get joe to explain it because i barely know what a patreon
1: is yes yes we have a generational difference here but i'll be helping assist this and we'll create this patreon but your regular condition release program podcast will continue to be released weekly hopefully on Monday, and it won't cost you a dollar. What might cost you a dollar or two per month, we're still figuring it out. Are extras, blooper reels where Jack swears a lot and maybe looks up a little bit. Is you know, <clears throat> we, we cut a few of those out. And lots of true crime stories and deeper dives and topics we know you'll love. And don't worry, if you're not sitting pretty on the BRW Rich List, we will send you access for free. We just kind of want money, but we're not demanding money. So if you have a bit of change in the jar, mm. we want it, but I know some people are doing it tough. We get it. Flick us a message.
0: Yeah, and just to, to interrupt your age-shaming of me, Joel, I actually have a <laughs> number of Patreons <laughs> that I uh, that I pay for every every month. So you uh, I'm quite card? happy do you, with the arrangement. And do you for, use the
1: sliding and, dial for the credit card? Do you like? The yeah, well,
0: just for the some journalists that you've always enjoyed reading and you just don't find them. Yeah. You just don't find them in newspapers. Anymore.
1: I've got Tom Tanneke and Slack yeah. at the moment. I jumped off QAnonymous Anonymous recently, but uh, it was a good run. Look,
0: and you'll hear more about that outrageous grant for cash in weeks to come. Yep. But yep. right now we remain in poverty and yes. we must turn our attention <laughs> on all the political fringe news that's making news in the Conditional Release Program's weekly news. Listeners, he doesn't know nothing about Q, never posted as Q, and there's no responsibility or legal liability for creating a dangerous death cult that led to (laughs) wild scenes at the Capitol building on Jan 6. Mm -hmm. He's Ron Watkins and he's here to help, but only if you vote for him in the midterms in 2022. That's right, listeners. Ron Watkins is alive and living in Arizona where he plans to run for Congress as a GOP candidate. Gross. The Arizona Mirror Report Five days before Ron Watkins, the notorious MAGA conspiracy theorist who helped spread the violent far-right QAnon conspiracy, posted a video to his Telegram account announcing his candidacy for a rural Arizona congressional district, he registered to vote in Maricopa County. Maricopa County takes in uh, all of Phoenix in Arizona. And it's where the uh, audit was. It's such yeah, a it's where sh- the I hate audit that was. I hate that county uh, so much. And it was a decidedly blue county uh, that uh, the Biden won. Oh, interesting. Uh, but uh, young Ryan, he's going to have a dip uh, out in the desert. <laughs> Yeah, he's widely believed to have been behind QAnon's master account. We certainly believe that he is Q or was for a very large part of Q's existence.
1: Or at least had control over the account.
0: Making headlines now for his congressional bid in Arizona, where he is attempting to unseat Democratic Congressman Tom O'Halloran in a large rural district that encompasses a large portion of the state. However, that district won't exist in 2022. Wow, oh, sorry, right. So all the states' districts are being redrawn, which is a little bit of a worry. Um, but it is an independent process. Um, there's some very strange things going on in Arizona's GOP. Yes, the there is. <laughs> but this is at least a... Uh, <laughs> purportedly independent process in terms of, centrum, of redistricting yes. uh, Arizona. Final yep. decisions won't be made until the end of the year. The Arizona Arizona Mirror obtained a copy of Watkins' voter registration through uh, state public records and he voted in Maricopa County. That's that's Phoenix, as I said before, in the US presidential elections last November. Fucking hell. I wonder who he voted for, Joel. That's very interesting,
1: actually. He would have he was, gone on the trapster, surely. Because he was he was living in Japan, so he's, yeah. he's clearly been planning this for a while. Yeah. yeah that's really yeah, that's interesting. What, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna dwell that on that, but that's interesting. very interesting. I think Hamilton Hume needs to be looking at this.
0: Yeah, flip open a copy of the DSM five. That's the standard classification of mental disorders, and turn to any page and you'll find a working definition for just how fucked Ron is. Yes. Any <laughs> social personality disorder, sociopathy, histrionic yep. personality disorder, and any yeah. One of a number of sexual disorders or philias oh, yeah. and Ron's ticking a lot of boxes.
1: He comes from yeah. good stock.
0: When Trump got the arse from the people back in November, this walking psychiatric symposium must have thought he was down for some furlough time or possibly prison time, but now he's figured he's probably crazy enough to join the shills and lies that infest the Republican Party <laughs> in Congress.
1: So true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What's his tax policy? What's his education oh, policy? No. Mm, oh what where, where do you think he stands on law and order? Execution that Ron doesn't give us no. Ron, do- Ron doesn't give a fuck about any of that. His no. only apparent interest in politics is maintaining the egregious and dangerous lie that Trump was robbed.
1: Single issue candidate. That's what they call yep. him. Single that's what issue he is. candidate.
0: <laughs> anyway, the primary should be a hoop because he's got to go through. You can't just say, yeah, yeah I'm going to run. Yeah, he's got yeah, to go it. through a primary. He's in not the just United invited
1: States. to the Congress, unfortunately.
0: So that'll be amusing in itself whether he can proceed beyond that to actually run up against the, uh, the Democratic uh, congressman yeah. in that district. Well, in the new district. Yeah. Yeah, Ron won't be representing the good people of Maricopa County, but he'll have some yet-to-be-determined desert shithole in Arizona <laughs> with a population of five doomsday preppers living 30 feet underground, and they're very nervous dogs.
1: Uh, they will vote for Ron. That's the fucking problem. are <laughs> well, not instilling yeah. confidence in me, Jack.
0: <laughs> if that... If that if the, uh, the boundaries are drawn up just right, he, he's a chance. But oh. he'll need those five doomsday preppers. He
1: will. He will need yeah, them. Trouble but they never getting... leave the house, so they're not going to yeah, vote Yeah, that's right. Trouble and they don't trust getting... postal,
0: so... <laughs> the trouble is getting them out to vote. Oh, good. The fact that Ron is still walking among us and not doing a 20-year stretch in Fort Leavenworth means there's political cover to be obtained for anyone who prosecutes Trump's great lie. And we know this because in neighbouring New Mexico, where the film set of Rust shut down after star Alec Baldwin and producer of the film, reportedly shot a live firearm handed to him on the set which killed the director of photography, Helena Hutchins. Yeah, fucking
1: sucks. Now, we
0: make no comment about the circumstances of Hutchins' death other than to draw listeners to the LA Times, which seems to be reporting the tragedy with more vigour than anyone else. They seem to be breaking a lot of news there, the LA Times. Good paper. Uh, But that didn't stop Ron Watkins' Twitter buddy, Eric Trump, firing off a now-deleted tweet which read, out of respect for the young woman that, at Alec Baldwin, killed yesterday. I will let this one rest. Had the roles been reversed, he would have been calling for the electric chair, RIP Helena. That's, yeah, right. That's, he's using a first name like, like he knows her. Oh, know. they're
1: mates. They're mates from way back.
0: Yeah. Stay classy, Fuck Eric. Off. Stay classy, buddy. And put some cream on your nuts, son. That necrotizing fasciitis is beating up a storm. Good looking boy, though, Joe. He's good looking boy, yeah. Just don't look at his crying. Avert your eyes.
1: I love the fact that he said, I will let this one rest and then tweeted about it. It's like Monica Smith saying they're silenced on Alex Jones. If you're silenced, why are you talking to a million people? You're not (laughs) letting this rest. You're tweeting about it, you fucking wanker. Stop qualifying things with lies. It's just Uh, a bad habit people need to stop doing. And
0: had the roles been reversed, Oh, I mean, it's just it's just this presumption of how other people would act if they, were, if they were. I mean, it's just bizarre, and it just tells you exactly the sort of person he is.
1: It's just Derek. He's not a very smart man, but he, he's a good-looking boy, but he's not smart. A
0: very good-looking boy. Um, and, and Joe, uh, more locally, just yeah. down in Melbourne, just out of lockdown, Avi yes. mean, Yemeni's popped up.
1: Yes, he certainly has. He loves popping up. Serial pest and right-wing agitator Avi Yemeni is back in the news for doing what he does best and causing trouble in public and then acting all surprised and incredulous when people get the shits with him. Oh, but what? What? I didn't do anything. Oi? Nah. Nah, was not me. <laughs> nah. Oi, no, it was him. Dipshit anti-vaxxers took to the streets of Melbourne yet again for their five millionth protest to rally against rats. the medical apartheid, which oh. has left the unvaccinated plague rats unable to dine out until they get the jab because people don't like eating and drinking near plague rats. This shouldn't be a surprise to them, but they seem so astounded. Get off Telegram, you fucking morons. So this rally was a picnic protest where the uh, Ratlicker sat on the footpath and had a nice picnic with those humorless signs and comparisons of Nazi Germany, South African apartheid, Chinese communism, and you know the fucking
0: usual. Yeah, stuff. but look, I mean, who does that anyway? I mean, oh. I know these are strange times, but who pops the blanket out, blanket out in Ackland Street? I think yeah. that's where it was. I think that was uh, what, well, yeah, yeah. It's the killer. <laughs> and and just takes a seat on the fucking footpath. The mm. thing's, you know, it's not all that clean. It's not a good idea. There's parks just
1: really close by. It's the kind of thing I would do, and I'm not saying that as a good thing. It's so really during dumb. the course of this cringy picnic, people who decided to be an actual part of society and get vaccinated were enjoying their first taste of freedom, you know, yeah. a drink and a meal at a restaurant. And as Hooray. I walked by, he tried to engage the diners and was immediately told to fuck off in no uncertain terms. So I'll be telling him too absolutely now this of course is catnip to avi Yemeni who thrives on controversy and exists for clicks and views so of course he went up and hassled them because when you when you say fuck off to avi he's like oh yeah
0: that, that means that's, clean that means clean it's to an you.
1: invitation and the thing that's funny is like this is the kind of no means yes shit that we've been spending a lot of time trying to fix recently but mm. it's clearly alive and well in the minds of some and believe me the comment section really backs that up so Look, it was going bad for Arthur. But he just spent a good while being told what a hero he is by all the pilled idiots in this fucking ridiculous picnic they were having. And then he goes over to this place where the actual public is and it turns out everyone else thinks he's a piece of shit. Very confusing. (laughs) Very confusing for him. Must have been
0: troubling. Must have troubled his mind.
1: It does. What do you mean?
0: Not popular?
1: But but everyone said that I was cool like five minutes ago with the signs (laughs) and the the t-shirts and whatnot. Not popular? Look narcissists hate being criticized but they do love attention so this is a very tricky quandary for avi and this is of course the kind of attention that puts food on avi's table and that's a big focus for avi so after avi and his paid thug daniel jones who we'll get to later refuse to fucking leave the situation shoving the microphone in diner's faces and generally being a pest one of the diners who is a personal hero of mine now Rum Rubenstein who's just made a Twitter account and is worth a follow at this point got up and gave Harvey a piece of his mind he basically told him fuck off and let's face it he spoke for all of us but his partner is the unsung hero here Jodie Brilliant on Facebook she absolutely unleashed calling him a wife beater asked the restaurant staff for a chopping board that Harvey could take to throw at his partner that
0: is good
1: yeah so she clearly knows who he is and she knows his story if you don't know this she was referencing his conviction for domestic violence which featured him throwing a chopping board at his partner's head. I don't know. I just—I've never thought about throwing a chopping board at my partner's head. Like I could ask Liz about it, maybe, and see how she feels. I don't think she wants that. I just—yes, she's yes. never said, "Can you throw a, a chopping board at my head?" Straight
0: out domestic violence involving the chopping board. Although I have heard
1: through the grapevine, it was actually a knife that he threw, not a chopping board. But he pled down to a chopping board as a lesser charge.
0: And as you say, convicted of it.
1: That's right. My sister wrote a book on it. It's actually quite good. You should buy it in good bookstores. And the audio book is fantastic. She is very funny not my sister but Jodie Brilliant my sister's book actually makes you cry a few times I think she told Avi to fuck off like 18 times during the altercation and Avi like he's just like what I'm sorry look I've got I've got bad hearing not popular what what I can't hear the IDF experience I had Not, not, not popular the bullets I never shot have really shot my hearing. So two tables were harassed by this serial pest and every single one of them just told him to fuck off and he just persisted. Now we know this because the independent journalists were there. So real Rukshin was there doing
0: his oh. independent journalism. virtual army of journalists there,
1: Oh, of course, because they're all fucking clout chasers. So he decided the situation was not looking good for Avi and instead of just trying to spin it, which would have worked, I don't know why he didn't, he simply diverted the camera and cut the feed. And that oh. is one
0: way Rushing, of bearing the story. You're not yeah. going to make it as a Journalist doing that, man. Mate, You've got Ruckus. to show the conflict, man. If it bleeds, it leads. Jesus if, Christ.
1: Exactly. If it bleeds, it leads. Well said. You're clearly a journalist. And the thing is, like, he could have easily have spun this after anyway. Joel Gilmore did that. He captured the entire thing, which everyone's referencing, and Ruxin must be fucking dirty about the fact that Joel Gilmore's mm. getting some time in the sun. And basically, Joel turns up later on the thing saying it was a drunken patron that started the fight and Avi was defending himself. And it's just the complete bullshit line we come to expect from these so-called independent journalists. Yeah, okay. So... Rum Rubenstein did stand up and tell him to fuck off. But I tell you what, he told him to fuck off and RV came over like a moth to a fucking lamb. So in the process of this altercation, RV's paid thug and so-called security guard, Daniel Jones, managed to push Rubenstein and Jody several times. Many of the pushes yeah. were unprovoked attacks, which may result in assault charge. If you watch the video, there was a few back and forth, but there were a couple there which were clearly unprovoked. That might
0: require them to make complaints. And and Well, um, they
1: have. Oh, they've made thorough are complaints. The oh, statements like, okay. have been okay. made. And mm-hmm. the witnesses all, uh, the, the, the witnesses around have also done it. He's been speaking about this on social media, which may or may not be a smart move. But this is the rumor on social media, which of course has come from said himself, saying that Arvi and Jones are likely to be charged with aggravated assault over the matter. But as we like to respect the judicial process, police have told news the investigation is ongoing, and as far as we know, no charges have been laid. So this is all right. speculation, and we're just having a little bit of a gossip here. But according to the video on verbal accounts followed... Jones did attack the female diner, Ms. Brilliant, by pushing her by the throat. Now, that is not nice.
0: Serious allegation.
1: It is. It's a serious allegation, and it's an awful thing to do in general. News described Avi as cowering behind the security guard and holding his microphone up, which he was just...
0: Yeah, that's the way I saw it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, basically, yeah. And he hated that. He even posted on Twitter. He was all pissed off about it. Jones himself is a very interesting character. And by interesting, I mean he's a fucking lunatic. So we have this kid who used to be a weird goth type named Danny Blood who posted edgy photos of himself in goth gear saying, oh, I piss on churches. I mean, yeah, like, to be fair, I was a little bit like that when I was 15, so I sort of sympathised with that version of Jones. I was a bit of a goth, you know... I would have pissed on a church if I could Instagram, but I'm sure Instagram didn't exist back then.
0: It's just, this is not a good admission to be made.
1: <laughs> I'm honest to our listeners. I love them. I love them so much that I'll tell them how terrible I was as a kid. So Jones then got on the horse rides, clearly, and became this militant right-wing type. He once faked his own fucking suicide to make people he argued with on Facebook feel bad. Um, like, that's a thing. And he also faked cancer and get attention. Oh, I
0: love it. I love a like,
1: cancer faker. What? Like, he's a Bell Gibson. That's just disgusting. So that's the guy you're dealing with here. He openly fetishizes the deaths of his political opponents, saying on social media, it fascinates me, death, killing. I'd love to bring back capital punishment and be the one to stretch shitbags' necks and make them swing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is clearly just another balanced individual employed to protect Avi at protest. Another
0: one of Rutgers' peaceful protesters.
1: Totally. And it's like, this is basically as smart as getting the Rolling Stones to hire the Hell's Angels of security. What could go wrong? I mean, I can't imagine some guy who wants to kill people will give an excuse and you take him out to conflict areas. Gee, what a what a great fucking executive decision that was. So he loves his gun. He runs, he runs a Krav school, just like Avi did, called tactical force Combatives. How dramatic is that? Mm. And he also used to hang out at the neo-Nazi clubhouse with old Blair Cottrell. Ah, good good sign. Boy. Good sign. So the clubhouse ended up becoming the training grounds of the National Socialist Network with Tom Sewell because, yeah, he's basically a Nazi and all-round piece of shit. So, yes, it makes sense that he's mates to Arby. It does. Mean, yeah, like piece in a pod. Yeah, basically. So Arby has since posted his side of the story of Rebel News, and I must admit I haven't watched it, and I probably won't. I do might- should. It makes me a bit of a partisan hack to not watch the spin and report on it, but, A... It was only released this morning and I had to write this fucking script. And B, I know exactly what it's going to be. It's complete spin. I've seen the original footage and it speaks volumes. I don't need to see Avi's famous editing skills on display because, let's face it, Avi has never told a straight story in his fucking life. I mean, I
0: guess C is that he's a propagandist and he's not worth looking at. No,
1: absolutely I mean, he's
0: already proven why we shouldn't be looking at him. You know, so so, time
1: and time again, oh, fuck it. eh? So after the altercation, as usual in the video of the live footage, Avi immediately worked on spinning the narrative his way, claiming the restaurant patron put up hands and complained afterwards and all this fucking bullshit. No, Avi. He was trying to have a meal after a long lockdown at a restaurant and you harassed him until it escalated into tense words and then a little bit of violence. He told you to fuck off and you took this as an invitation to hassle him until it escalated into a situation that needed police intervention. Not leaving when asked to and then being surprised that people are angry is such a wild stance for a group of people that are obsessed with no trespassing signs on their doors and consent. No consent! No consent! But if you tell me to fuck off that's an invitation to keep going. I'm sorry but no. Imagine what a fucking pain in the ass this asshole was at high school parties. I mean talk about fucking sex pest behaviour. So of course if you look at Ali's Facebook presence you've seen the kind of Undying support in ways that he's used to. But that's because on Facebook, you can block all dissent. Now, you can still block on other social media platforms, but it's harder to do on Twitter. It is. And he's being completely fucking dragged. Because at the end of the day, his supporters are loud, but everyone fucking hates him.
0: Now the lesson in life, there, Arby, it's a and hard a- one. Everyone fucking hates you, Bell.
1: Everyone fucking hates you, except for Americans. So many of the supporters on his side who are yakking on about how Rubenstein started it and how it's fucking not Arby's fault and blah, blah, blah. He's defending himself are fucking yanks that is worth noting because these are these fuckheads who have this newfound obsession with australia since the australia has fallen (laughs) craze began. he doesn't have local support he's got a few people here and there who love fucking posting but this situation will not help his cause at all people see through this so easily his little spin video is going to get a fraction of the traction that mainstream media is going to give the actual story which is you're a fuckwit and you can't take no for an answer and you won't leave people alone because you're a fucking pest and just as a delightful side note that I found out for Jane Hansen on Twitter, Rukshin Hello, is Jane. also finding it very difficult to get used to the way Twitter works because his latest video on the picnic protest saw him getting absolutely dragged and he just doesn't know how to figure <laughs> this out. He that, doesn't
0: know how to moderate it, his tweets. It, it, it's why, great. Why, why won't Abby's thumbs work, John?
1: <laughs> like, it just doesn't work. It's so funny. So I saw Jane uh, no, saying, look, knows. Rukshin's getting dragged and, you know, and she is a journalist and Rukshin, who's not a journalist, very is just getting eaten, eaten, and it's fucking great look ruction sucked in in the real world everyone thinks you're a prick same goes for Avi everyone everyone tell me what you want me
0: to do and today's sponsor of the Conditioner release program is the obeid wing of her majesty's silverwater prison Ooh. A big hello to all the Obeids out there. There's lots of them whiling away their days, having tins, tomato soup and a stale singer for lunch. Mm. The Obeid wing of H.M. Silverwater is Australia's newest lock-up for political prisoners of an ICAC that oversteps its authority and behaves like a kangaroo court, <laughs> answerable to no one. Sorry, 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 sorry. That was supposed to be what we say about Gladys. Yeah, no. Freddie no, 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 and Moses yeah. and Macca, the ICAC has done fine work in exposing corruption at the porty end of political power in New South Wales. Well done. Well done, everyone. Everyone down at the ICAC, sensational yeah. job, really tip-top. Thanks for putting Eddie and Moses a bead and Ian McDonald away. Frankly, we don't know where we'd be without you.
1: We'd have more corrupt politicians. That's uh, that's where we'd be. Oh,
0: and make room for
1: Daryl, Eddie. you oh. will be joining us
0: uh, for lunch soonish.
1: Imagine the arguments. <laughs> I reckon
0: Eddie would have okay to <laughs> I think one of the first things it
1: says within the Constitution is all laws Within all, within...
0: And if you're successful today... In which black bill fuckwit said that, Joel? You'll be serving a three-year and five-month minimum sentence at HM Silverwater, proud Ooh, sponsors of the program. This is not good. Where you'll become Eddie a bitch oh, and have no. to store a bunch of contraband in the recesses of your lower colon, including but not limited to a carton of a gun fashioned from a block of soap, and several mining leases that could really get Eddie out of a tight spot financially. You
1: couldn't just aim lower on that one? Just like a, <laughs> like maybe some weed or something?
0: I, I, figure, I figure the guy... Fashion from a block of soap might help you. In these no, things. it's it's not the lubrication stakes. You know,
1: it's going to make me sore.
0: <laughs> anyway, so you have to get all these right in order to win that job. <laughs> Here we go. First question. And we thank listener Kurt for this one. It is a bit of an easy one, I will say, John, if you've got a if you've got a memory that lasts about seventy-two hours, you should be okay.
1: My anus is relying on this, so I'm happy for it to be
0: easy. <laughs> That's I did make them easy. I you know, I, I I take I want to take very good care of your anus.
1: You're a harsh man, but you're fair.
0: Yeah. Here's a quote. Australia currently, make no mistake, is a tyrannical police state. Its citizens are quite literally being imprisoned against their will. Yeah, okay. So when do we deploy? Since so yeah. you're imprisoned, it it, it it will be against your will. Uh, that's yeah, it's, it's a general, general thing. Yeah, it's, it's
1: look don't don't put down editorial flair. You know what I mean? Some
0: people just <laughs> like to their will. Yeah,
1: all things up a bit. Yeah, this no, is I nice. Guess some
0: people. You know, there are uh, 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 some of our friends in the bondage community who actually enjoy being in prison, <laughs> and it's not against their will. But,
1: yeah, anyway, uh, I,
0: I would uh, maintain that we are, we are dealing with a superfluity there. Yes. Anyway, like I'll read it again. Australia currently, hours. make no mistake, is a tyrannical police state. Its citizens are quite literally being in prison against their will. So when do we deploy?
1: Save us, Americans, save us.
0: Was it? Chinese overlord who never met a Uyghur he liked. <laughs> He's really a big teddy bear, not Winnie the Pooh though Ooh. don't say that it's 10 years in <laughs> a re-education slammer just for thinking that coming soon to Australia Xi Jinping yeah was it harmless harmless looking Norwegian who commands a nuclear arsenal in Europe that could destroy the world six times over just in case they miss the first 5 times NATO secretary general Jens Stoltenberg ah. was it commander of the New Zealand army major general John Boswell the kiwis Ku- the pretend they like us Joel. make their way to Australia before you know it they've taken over the joint by sheer weight of welfare dependency <laughs>
1: We're going to get in trouble for that
0: one. <laughs> yeah, or was it, she loves freedom! Yeah, she does. And likes Adolf Hitler and would like him even more if only he had spent more time making Germany great again. Candace Owens.
1: Yeah, he really ended the Reich a little early. Uh, it was, it it was would have been, you know,
0: it would have been all right a, if he was a, just
1: interested in Germany. A lapse of judgment, a lapse of judgment. Uh, yeah, can I go with Candy Pants? Um, yes. That's
0: her. Yeah. Yes, well done, as <laughs> I so You need only a functioning memory of about 72 hours. Oh, yeah, that's been told To know to that that's town. what Candace Owen said.
1: Yeah, she said that so conveniently after we fucking recorded the Australian Has Fallen episode. <laughs> Thanks, really Candace. T- 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 we hate you, Candace. Just a week earlier, we and we could have you, covered guys. that, you fucker.
0: Well, look, she's independently declared a willingness to invade Australia, so I've got to say, if she does yeah, turn up at Mascot one day and pops through Customs, are we let to shoot her, Joel? I mean, yeah. We'll be a letter under there.
1: I think so. I do feel like that's the case. But let's face it, uh, as we'll legally, cover later, think, Nathan, Buck- Nathan Buckley can. said we can do that anyway, so it's yeah. fine. Well, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, I well, think
0: legally disc- we can do that. We don't encourage that. We don't want that. But legally, I think I think we can. Yeah, it's
1: precedent we now. We'll cover that later.
0: All right. So <laughs> you've already got a year and a month logged in. HM Jim Silverwater. Here's question two. I fell in love with woodworking. And plan on focusing all my efforts into mastering it. Mm -hmm. Also want to finish a book I'm writing about constitutional law.
1: Just going to say that all of those things are a lie, but let's keep going.
0: I fell in love with woodworking. Was it? The Messiah, son of God, currently working on a designy kind of cheese board, not to be sold to RV Yemeni. No. who would only use it in a domestic violence outrage. Our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ.
1: Good carpenter. Measures twice, hell, cuts once. Hell of a carpenter. Good lad. Was it
0: he lives in a giant mansion in Vaucluse, but don't let that fool you. Recently appointed by the federal government as National Careers Ambassador, three hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars a year job. Not but he bad. knocked it back because they wouldn't pay him in cash. Perfect. The trade is trading. Scotty can.
1: Imagine what $347,000 does to your tax bracket. You've mate, got to knock mate, that back. just give
0: me three hundred in cash. Exactly. And uh, we'll both yeah. walk away.
1: Oh, yeah, and I haven't done two weeks earlier.
0: <laughs> That's what tradies do. Don't... Might not be what Scotty Cam does.
1: We're also taking the piss, and we love our tradie listeners. Send us money on Patreon, please.
0: We are um, we are stereotyping tradies, of course. Appalling we are.
1: Send behavior. us cash on tra- uh, a Patreon. Just we'll give you a PO box to send it to. We'll we'll put it in the show notes. Was
0: it Code Monkey, a brothel creeper who isn't Q and has never spoken to anyone who touts being Q? Yeah. God only knows where that whole Q and on stuff. Came from actually, but it wasn't from me, Ron Watkins.
1: Don't know, mate. Don't know. Couldn't know. Or
0: was it wannabe tradey? That's what we call tradespeople in Australia. And here's actual camera footage of millions of them assembled in fluoro on Melbourne streets where they are peaceful demonstrators despite all those joints that trash. Just a guy out there filming without any ulterior motive. Can you hear the drums, Rukshan Fernando?
1: That was a bad joke, but I'm going to pay it. Well done. <laughs> An ABBA joke. Jesus Christ. Well, look, I'm just going to celebrate that by saying
0: Ron Watkins. Hey. I know that quote. Pack your bags. Get your toothbrush. And your to- <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your toothbrush. It's coming. Well, so we better get to question three very, very quickly. Quite frankly, this suspense is killing me. <laughs> Here's the quote. I know that Brett Sutton... He's the Victorian CHO, Chief Health Officer. Mm-hmm. He actually did a full study paper on how useless masks are to stop the spread of disease. So basically, the narrative has just changed, but the science has not changed, and that is that masks are dangerous. I'll have your face off. Yeah, they will. Was they will. it Spanish freedom fighter and pro mask wearer Zorro? Ah. It's Fox in Espanol.
1: Is that what Zorro
0: is? means fox? Yes. There you fucking go. That did I do. I was today years old when I went... (laughs) (laughs) That Zorro means fox in Spanish. I
1: should have kept learning Spanish. My ex-wife interrupted that process. A real shame. Was
0: it owner of great hair? Donate now for something, something, something. We'll work it out later. But please send me a shitload of money in the meanwhile, Monica Smith. Okay. Or was it, can you spot me a hundred grand on GoFundMe because I need some cameras and shit, Romeo Georges? Yeah. Or was it Monica Smith's love interest? When will they release their sex tape job? Oh, God. To a horrified world. Oh, Morgan God. C. Jonas.
1: He looks like he has scurvy. I don't want to see his dick. Get some sun, son. Mate, I'm just not sure. This is fucked. Obviously, the is a wild card. I'm going to go with Romeo.
0: Oh. Oh, I think you might have done that deliberately. To avoid... <laughs> <laughs> Long stretch. Come on. No, no, it was actually Monica. It was Monica. Yeah. And let me explain ah. this. So, so so she was claiming, this was uh, in, in, on an interview that she did with the ABC up in FNQ. Oh, yeah. That became highly controversial. Highly
1: controversial. Yeah. Yes. Well, she, really
0: she really wasn't pulled up on things like this, mm-hmm. where she said that Brett Sutton, the Victorian CHO, had done life. a study paper. Well, Not really. It's not what what academics call these things, but she called it a study paper. She's not an academic, so there's that. And it was, in fact, uh, uh, something that he had written uh, that that asked the question: Do anesthetists need to wear surgical masks in the operating Ah. theatre? And the study proved or provided sound scientifically-based evidence that in the setting of a modern operation theatre, surgical masks should no longer be considered mandatory for anaesthetists and non scrub staff during most surgical procedures. What it actually found was, uh, in his study paper, was that greater protection was needed for anaesthetists. That is, not mm. just surgical masks, but we're talking about full visors. Now, they oh, wow. basically grabbed, you know, RDA and Monica Smith grabbed that paper Completely flipped its meaning to the point where masks are dangerous. When it really asks, are they sufficient for an anaesthetist to wear to wear in surgery? These people Mm. are such
1: fucking liars. It's so frustrating.
0: Terrible, terrible lies. And they call themselves truth seekers. Terrible lies.
1: Just why? Like, just don't use the word truth. It's just the most annoying thing. God, I mean, look, you know, we're not going to cover it this week because we can't be bothered, but Donald Trump launching a fucking social media platform called Truth is honestly making me puke in my fucking mouth. Oh, I mean, but it's
0: so funny. Because when they did some testing on that, basically it collapsed within about 15 minutes. Yeah, that's
1: the way it's going to play out. Just like Frank's speech, just like Getter, just like Parla. I'm yeah. sorry, but you actually need to code these things. Uh, Yeah. yeah. But anyway, look, yeah. you know, see how you go. Just put it on a fucking Excel spreadsheet and just run it off a fucking, like maybe like an access database. Don't worry, it'll be fine. No,
0: oh, look, there were images. The only thing that was popping up after a while, it, cl- it clearly got hacked and knocked around <laughs> because uh, uh, the only thing it was producing after it was a cartoon image of Trump with his head up his ass. Excellent. Love it. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Now, he asked listeners to send us an email if they've come across something really, really stupid said by Black Bill Fuckwitz. Do well, it. want your input, listeners. If you've recently come across something posted that is so odd, so bizarre that it can only be appreciated by the criminally stupid, drop us a line.
1: We'll send you a stubby holder and some assorted TCRP tatter if you just make our lives easier and send Jack a quote we can use on the show. Now, the
0: Conditional Release Program stubby holder is the only stubby holder clinically proven to keep drinks cold. And we've killed several rhesus monkeys proving that. Don't asking for it. Yeah, well, you know, we also know, and we take no joy in this, but it seems that state and federal governments are on the verge of making the Conditional Release Program stubby holder mandatory. Sanitary for healthcare workers, aged care workers, workers in construction. Tradies, take that! Emergency response workers, including coppers and teachers. They will all have to... Sport the conditional release program, stubby holder. Legally required to carry it around and have it on their person at all times, even while asleep.
1: Okay, I'm just going to say officially right now, I am already filing papers to make an <laughs> injunction on this. There is a GoFundMe. You can find it online if you look. I'm going to need a million dollars, but I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop this. Jack's a fucking tyrant. I'm going to stop this right now. <laughs> long, but I need star- your donations.
0: Long, I need. Them. Long, long story short. Uh, it's gonna cause a, a bit of a run on the conditional release program. Stubby holder. Yeah, I've got like a but 10 you can left. still get one for free, but only if you drop us a line at the conditional release program at gmail.com. It's got a the in the, at the front of it and it contribute does. to which black pill fuck we said that <laughs> And in today's anti-vax update, we start, as we always do, with the stats, with 48.4% of the world population has now received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, that's That's 6.82 billion doses administered globally. And 23.89 million are now administered each day in constant state of decline, and that's well, that's pointing to one of the big problems, that only 3% of people in low-income countries have received at least one dose. Yeah. Not good. Uh, in Australia, uh, we've got uh, New South Wales at ninety. 90- uh, Single dose 84.41 Fully vaxxed NT at 73 and 61 South Australia 78.6 Single dose Fully vaxxed 62 WA 75.69 Single dose And just on fifty nine percent fully no vaxxed. Tassie, God love them. Eighty six point five. No seven. plague, and they're still killing it. Yeah, yeah, and 715 percent fully vaxxed. ACT beyond ninety five. Yeah, just end uh, game. They just, they, they, I think they only, they only took. They, 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 haven't got the ability to take up their vaccination stats up to eleven. So they <laughs> actually only, they called ninety five percent. That's basically the limit, and they can't really go beyond that. But they have. So single days they're beyond ninety. Double those 86 in the quarter. Beautiful. Uh, Victoria going beautifully as well with ninety. Point two five percent Yeah, good on them. Yeah, no, and, we, and we, you know, we have referred to Melbourne as the pilled capital of Australia, but 90% of Victorians Just above Just noisy 90%, minority. 90% are growing. Noisy of, minority. Uh, of Victorians have had a single dose in 73. They passed that 70% threshold earlier in the week, of course, which allowed them to open up. Queensland are at 74.56 single days and uh, and 60 double days. Now, you're seeing basically there's, the, the trend there continues at WA and Queensland. Have been slow, and they yeah. need to get moving. Yeah. Um, in terms of projected dates of hitting eighty percent, WA is saying well, basically the week before Christmas. Yeah, okay. uh, and and as are uh, Queensland. Yeah, that, that will take the nation up to eighty percent fully vaxxed. And and compared to the rest of the world, it, it's an outstanding figure. It's really not it bad. Really is. We yeah. are a
1: smart country. At the end of the day, we always bitch about how fucking stupid we are. We're not. We're really not. Well, we have
0: some stupid people here, and Obviously, you know, let's, let's, our
1: podcast revolves. Our around stupid
0: them. people are as good as you are, as stupid as you'll find. Oh, anywhere in the world, you know. No, there's
1: just not as many. There's just not as many. And uh, I, I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah, I don't
0: know, Pound for pan, you know.
1: Yeah, we're either bootlickers or we're smart. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah,
0: because we have seen some pretty dumb stuff this week from. Our oh races. yes. A oh, man yes. has been charged after refusing to wear a face mark inside a food store in regional New South Wales before allegedly assaulting a worker. The 53-year-old maskless man walked into the Mirundi store that's uh, that's in the Hunter, um, just above Scone in the Hunter in uh, central New South Wales. Uh, he walked into a, <laughs> a grocery store on Main Street about 415 PM on Wednesday and allegedly became aggressive towards a staff member when he offered the man a mask. The police said the man left the store after allegedly being verbally aggressive towards the 30 year old worker this, this is so far just a pretty common yarn yeah however he returned a short time later walking behind the counter allegedly assaulting the man repeatedly and attempting to drag him from the store while threatening
1: it you can see like this guy just walks out the store and just starts fuming yeah. he can't let it go Snaps he just can't fucking let now. it go Snaps because he's been told in. by all the assholes yeah, on killed. telegram this is an injustice and he needs to correct it what a yeah, fucking
0: creep. that's right and he's been filmed. Pill- yeah, been pilled by all these clowns. He's walked out and he's gone, Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm nah, gonna go inside. It's his brain, and brave assaulted heart a, a bloke who actually just kindly offered him a mask
1: for free by the sounds of things. Yeah. Man, I usually pay two bucks. Ridiculous.
0: Paramedics uh, treated the employee at the scene for cuts and bruises to his face and swelling to his left eye. So he got, yeah, he, he got the, the right hook for his trouble, you know, yeah. before he's taken to hospital and released. Later that day. Those peaceful peaceful protesters, Joel, just yeah. quietly, just quietly agitating for a bit of
1: freedom. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Peaceful protest movement, no problem at all. There's nothing wrong. So in other peaceful protester news, they've been issuing death threats to public figures, haven't they,
0: Jack? Well, yes, uh, Russians' peaceful people have been threatening to kill a host of uh, public figures. Uh, Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt uh, earlier this or earlier last week tearfully recalled threats made against his family. It's a terrible business, isn't it? No, I tell you,
1: you can say what you want about these guys, but, I mean, like, you just don't do that. Just don't fucking like what has happened to us.
0: Well, I mean, I, I don't think politics are important in one respect, you know, no, in, in, in any respect, I should say. Because it's uh,
1: bipartisan for these people, they don't like Labour or Liberal yeah. because both of them have a bipartisan support for vaccination for obvious fucking reasons. But these people are very violent, and they're unhinged, and they will do shit like this.
0: Yeah, and this is becomes even more dangerous. On Saturday, uh, Western Australia Premier Mark McGowan was doxxed uh, with his mobile phone number published on uh, social media. This led to a self-employed truck driver being arrested. Uh, the truck driver's Facebook page had several disturbing posts threatening harm against the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, but the court heard he also sent messages to uh, Premier McGowan. A raid on his property allegedly uncovered high-powered rifles in an uh, unlocked cabinet with uh, one oh. gun loaded. Ooh, Boy, that's a no-no. Weird. Yeah, that's The troubling. prosecution said so there's a whole raft of firearms offences there, too. Oh, yeah. The prosecution told the court the truck driver had been considering travel to join specific groups Mm. and there was a concern he was rallying others to join his campaign yeah
1: that makes a lot of sense and
0: much of the man's focus was on covert vaccinations yeah he's a, a father and lives in perth he suffers from believed to suffer from bipolar disorder. Yeah. uh, Which the magistrates had said uh, or said had possibly gone untreated. It's big
1: pharma. It's big pharma paranoia. Remanded
0: in custody until February. Yes. So, look, the first thing to say about death threats you know public figures tend to cop them fairly often I'm certainly not a public figure I've copped online death threats and other sorts of threats and I have to say the worst ones are those that involve family members and even if they just obliquely yeah. refer to wife or children without naming them it really just makes you so angry but it also yeah. makes you re- feel really vulnerable as well yeah and so that shit is just not on no, but it's this not, is not on you know We we saw Supreme Court Court justice the subject of all manner of threats as well. Oh, God. Yeah, so... I mean we've we talked about this a lot. I mean this this, this Perth truck driver was arrested by a counter terrorism squad. That's significant. Yeah it is because I think there is a sense now and I think you know, I actually think law enforcement was a bit slow on this, but I think there is a real sense now that there is great risk in our community now, particularly for public figures. Yeah. Ministers of the Crown, premiers. I mean Dan Dan Andrews. Andrews, Can you imagine can you imagine the security contingent around him? I've heard oh. that
1: his children have security at school. I've it's heard that through the grapevine. Just, I won't yeah. say it's found or not. I just say it's, I've heard it through the grapevine from someone who seems pretty legit. Yeah, I can
0: only imagine that there's a, Colonel of Truth, there his children almost, um, you know, more than the Colonel of Truth there, but his children are almost adults. I think they're they're, they're both at sort of university, and um, if not at university, then high levels of secondary school. Having
1: to give your kids security because you're the fucking premier and you're just doing your goddamn job is outrageous. And these people just, I look, yeah. you, you all know my stance.
0: Fucking peaceful protesters, my ass. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and uh, and when we when we think of uh, peaceful protesters. <laughs> <laughs> and when we think of peaceful protesters the first person I think of is Monica Smith Joe what's your oh, yes. update
1: oh yeah, absolutely she has not been idle RDA has made the fairly predictable but also bizarre move of getting in-house counsel okay but huh? that may or may not exist so despite their confidence in their counsel and the legal advice given all of their missives are followed with these disclaimers saying that essentially that this, this doesn't work <laughs> I mean and their gun lawyer appears to just be anonymous what, what's your name mate what's your name a USC, yeah. what, what's your name? Oh, that's right you probably don't exist and if you do, you're terrified of the impact on your career for being this guy.
0: <laughs> That's so probably clearly, the case.
1: It's obviously something you don't want in your CV. The whole basis of the legal advice is bunk. They're claiming that employers, and this is the first piece of advice they gave, and they were so fucking proud of it, that employers cannot ask medical information without consent. Now, this is true, but exemptions are made for public health directives and laws which require vaccination status to be provided. So RDA have gone this really basic route. This is the same sort of shit. If you know what you're talking about, you'll know the Section 23A of the Constitution, they've been fucking rallying on, on the Supreme Court, but I won't bore you with the details. Either way, they say this is this sort of, you know, this Section 109 thing. And this is the Constitution, which means federal laws, which is the Privacy Act, trumps the state made public health directives, which is such a basic law school take on the fucking situation. If this person's an actual lawyer, they need to seriously just stop and just burn their membership to the law society and go and work at a local milk bar. Because like, I genuinely don't know whether this is legal advice or just something Monica, who is a functional illiterate, made up herself. You just can't tell. And if you can't tell, it's probably not good legal advice. So I think it's probably wise your hectic, smart legal counsel staying anonymous because that's not good legal advice. But in another piece of brilliant advice from IDA, which I really enjoyed, and one, to their credit, might actually work to an extent. And it is in line with a target advice the Vaccine Guidance Group in Australia, yes. that people who have tested positive for COVID-19 through a PCR test should not be vaccinated for approximately six months. I mean, this is true. If you get COVID, getting the vaccine can cause pretty harsh side effects. It's not it's not recommended. Your immune system goes fucking nuts. And it's considered to be unwise to be vaccinated after infection for, well, you know, about six months. But hold on, what are they actually saying here? Uh, are, are they encouraging their members to get COVID to avoid the vaccine? I mean, it kind of sounds like that, yeah. right? Yeah, it it seems like that. I think most of of them have, you know. Well, yeah,
0: and and if not, will
1: they are fucking playgrats. Let's face it. So Tristan, Tristan from their Telegram group said, "Anyone want to have a COVID party? Wouldn't mind catching it and developing some antibodies." With someone replying, (laughs) "Where are you located? My brother-in-law has tested positive." Now I'm Have a guessing, COVID party. Well, yeah. And they've all, they've talked about this before. Fucking Raf Fernandez was talking about this earlier. It was ridiculous. Yeah, was saying, yeah, I, I want right. to get COVID. Yeah. Why do you want to get sick? Getting sick sucks. Have you never <laughs> caught a fucking cold? It blows. The flu is awful. You don't have a good time. This is fucking not idiot!
0: Flute. This is not the flu. So Even you, you, then. You, you, you if you have a COVID party, basically, if you have ten people in the house, the stats tell you it may not work out this way, but the stats tell you that one of those people will end up in hospital. Yeah, and that's the one they'll go and they'll 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 bring an ambulance, they'll get an ambulance to the house. Overworked, overworked people in our public health system. The first responders there, and 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 they'll say, "Can you give me the vaccine, mate?" Yeah, <laughs> a, too fucking late. late Late by then too late you should be on your
1: own you'll be in our famous last words segment that's where you'll be yeah so while the comments were pretty funny most comments i had to sort of dig those ones up to an extent most comments were about people trying to get medical exemptions and failing one person's gp said they had to end their relationship (laughs) because he asked questions about the jab
0: it's not it's not you it's
1: me yeah, 100%. And that's that's it. I mean, like, let's face it. It sounds so innocent when you say it that way. And it was all <laughs> clearly had that spin of like, oh, I was just asking questions and my, my doctor said i would never see me again. But you could just imagine this annoying anti-vaxxer hassling their doctor to give him an exemption. And suddenly the doctor's meant to say, oh, now I see it so clearly. I'm awake now. No, <laughs> mate. No one wants to fucking hear it. Of course, this is the most ridiculous hot take apparently why this happened. It's the medical fraternity has been bought and sold. No, idiot. The vaccine is safe and effective. The doctor is obviously on that side of the fence, and you're just annoying. Your doctor just realized what a fucking prat you are and fired you, and that's very funny. Why <laughs> don't you just listen to that and go and reflect? Mm. Sometimes when someone breaks hey. up with you, you need to go and think about why and yeah. not
0: just blame them. They're, not, they're not good on self-reflection, Joe Go it's, and it's reflect. Not, not a strength. Reflect. not a strength. And in our regular lawsuit updates, good friend of the podcast, celebrity sorbet. Hello. Yeah, you're Love good at your so, mate. Uh, has sent us yet another failure to challenge vaccine mandates in the public service.
1: Yes, it is true. This one went to the Queensland's Industrial Relations Commission, which rejected the idea that the police commissioner did not have the power to enforce a vaccine mandate and then infringed on workers' rights. Aww. All grounds failed, all dismissed. sadness is never ending. There are apparently 60 applicants involved and they raised a casual $118,000. Jesus Christ. It's a fight a battle that what? Cost them like 10 k in that? Do they yeah. even have counsel like what so where's the money where's the money guys where's the money
0: where's the where's the change where's, the, we, cash? where's the cash where's the cash they've gone down to the milk bar to pick up the milk and the bread we've given them a 50 and they've just come home. And yeah, they said, there's they, the milk and the bread. No yeah, more words. Where's the fucking change, you can't.
1: No more words. That's a very good analogy. And let's face it, in a situation like this, it's always about the fucking grief. But where is the fucking money? I mean, come on, guys. Mm. So, of course, the submissions revolved around this so-called research they'd done on the internet. And the vaccines were experimental, scary, deadly, blah, blah, blah. Something like Microsoft Office, blah, blah, blah. And it's <laughs> the same old shit. <laughs> You know like
0: I've got it open now and it's killing me.
1: Exactly. I can feel the radiation from my screen. So look, it's just the thing, like these people like they seem like speak from scripts. You know, like it's the same shit that I saw in the Supreme Court thing. We're gonna sit in the federal court next. They just keep on running the same arguments, but the GoFundMe's keep filling up, so why would you stop? Yeah. So All Queensland Police Service employees must be vaccinated by January 23rd, 2022 or face suspension without pay or dismissal, which is a later deadline than a lot of states. And they still have a few months to think this one through and basically have a nice unvaccinated Christmas on their own (laughs) because no one wants you there because you're annoying and all you talk about is Bill Gates and the fucking New World Order. Huh, yeah.
0: Or just coughing into the turkey. You
1: you can't even go to the RSL and have a
0: fucking Christmas there. (laughs) Happy Christmas, everyone. Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous!
1: <laughs> These are the fucking. And the New
0: South Wales Law Society has finally caught up with Nathan Buckley. Joey, but you've been predicting that for some time. Oh, now, I've been he's been waiting. sent a letter stating they plan to suspend his practicing certificate. Is that right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. So the bizarre, angry rogue lawyer we've grown to know and love has been sent this letter from the New South Wales Law Society with a greatest hits album, his social media comments, and offering in a couple of weeks to make a response. You know, you got to give him time, give him a bit of space to think. Well, it didn't take fucking long for Buckley to respond publicly immediately initiating a GoFundMe fundraiser on Facebook for what yeah. he claims to be a judicial review into the decision because someone actually challenged him why he needs the money and he said it was a judicial review, which is total <laughs> bullshit because I have it on good information <laughs> that Buckley is actually entitled to a merits view through an NCAT, which he doesn't really need counsel for, which will likely cost him very little, if anything, to initiate. And if he's anything, no, like, as a lawyer, it, he can it, do his own business there. Yeah, but never it, let right. a good crisis go to waste, mate. There's always a fundraiser. The GoFundMe is at 17500 so far, which, to be honest, is Way less than I was expecting. I've said publicly, not very publicly, that I think it's gonna to get to 125. I reckon he's gonna be lucky to get 30 at this point. His goal is one million because that's just what Buckley's like. But you can't actually spend a million dollars fighting this decision, even if you went somehow to the high court, which doesn't even make any sense. You just can't spend a million dollars doing this. You can't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True enough. But I just wonder, I've just been looking at some GoFundMe's over the last week or so, particularly in that anti vax area and, and in Australia. And I'm just wondering if that were. Is starting to dry, and mm. and because there were a number of new go families popped up there that really didn't get a lot Just of struggling. Dark. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe people are starting to wake up. I mean, but. I still never cease to be amazed by the sheer number of people who are prepared to throw 50 into a pot, you know?
1: Absolutely. And the thing is, you never really know whether the money's coming from Australia or abroad because, of yeah. course, Australia has fallen, has brought all these fucking Americans into
0: the throng. So don't worry. It's if the Christian about- It's the Christian port. <laughs> it's the Christian Porter rule, basically. Isn't, it just? Isn't ah, it just? I got some money from someone and, you know, I'm not. You know. It's, I just got some money.
1: It's pretty good. It's just it, it works for them. They're gonna keep doing it. So the grounds for suspending his practicing certificate, which is just a suspension and not striking him off, and this is until the next financial year, but let's face it. His practicing certificate has a fucking crosshair on it. This includes the classic Buckley Bangers, like when he advised people back in the day in Victoria to challenge all their fines to clog up the courts yeah, because they couldn't because handle a no-no
0: it. No no from a ha- officer ha- of the court.
1: Exactly. You are an officer of the court and you're like I just no. Then he had this fantastic suggestion that you can get around public Health orders and the LGA's are concerned in Sydney by creating a sort of a shell corporation or changing the 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 address of your proprietary limited organisation to a virtual office or a cheap rental and just change your official address. How the fuck is that meant to work? I mean, really, no one just bad legal advice. But I think our favorite, my favorite at least, is when he said, and I quote, So Justice Beach Jones today said that no one in New South Wales has any rights. No one has a right to bodily integrity. He basically said it's okay to kill anyone you like. No one has any rights. That's, That's him. That's an actual quote.
0: Yeah, I know. I saw that. And it's actually not what the justice said. No, no, it's uh, not. Very clearly not what the justice said. So the law society was saying putting putting words into a Supreme Court justice's mouth would seem to be odd behavior. They just
1: don't like it. The law society really stuck up like that. So this, of course, inspired his Facebook followers, who then went on to claim they now intended to kill pedophiles, which let's face it, you know, killing pedophiles is one thing. But in this movement, anyone they disagree with is a pedophile. Like they just think that. Oh, you, you're a pedophile. You have a Biden bumper sticker. So, yeah, great fucking judge and jury on that one. And then they wanted to go on a rampage with one person saying they had a few people, this is a quote, a few people they dislike and had wronged him. Buckley follows up with this with, quote, Yeah, Beach Jones has said no one has any rights in New South Wales. Do as you please. He says this from a fucking solicitor's Facebook page. This is basically legal advice. Jesus Christ, Buckley. It's like you want to get struck off. What are you doing? Like, maybe you do. Like, maybe you just want a career change. Maybe you've always wanted to work at Bunnings, but you need to get vaccinated to do that anyway. So what the <laughs> fuck are you thinking? You but Like... You're not a good lawyer. So maybe this is a good idea. Maybe this is a good idea. So the full document with all the grounds and hilarious interactions with Buckley and his fan club are on the GMB Facebook page, it's very worth a look. So if Buckley Wait. hasn't blocked you yet, go have a look because it's great. He hasn't until the 5th of November to respond and I can only guess he'll be going with the I was just kidding defense. I was just kidding. It's the well-known primary school playground defense. <laughs> miss, miss, I was just kidding. I was just joking, mate. Whereas in the meantime, Buckley's going to be facing other tussles to the law society because he's got a few fucking strikes already at NCAT on the 25th, which is basically when this is going to be released. And the Law Society is going to force me to doing a legal ethics class with a pass rate of 65%, which is very funny. By the way, I got a distinction in legal ethics. I Got fifty two in criminal though. He just keeps getting in trouble. <laughs> he just keeps getting that, that was that was rigged too. My 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 exam. Was, all right, all was, right, rigged. all right.
0: Yeah. But it'll well, it be very it interesting to.
1: to see how this goes because we will keep you posted on this. I think it's going to be very funny.
0: And uh, a pizza shop on the uh, well, we all know where it, where it was. Well, no, we know the where, the where Northern Rivers He's yeah. yeah. in deep shit after firing one of their workers for getting vaccinated.
1: Of course just... they are. The aptly named Ned Kelly Pizza because they're so fucking rebellious. <laughs> told their 16-year-old worker she was a health risk after getting the jab due to the shedding of spike proteins.
0: Oh my lord.
1: I know. Like, what the fuck? So this means the Ned Kelly pizza guys are truly pill because this is one of those brainworms that was laid to rest in the minds of even the most ridiculous anti-vaxxers yes. some time ago. Yes, it was like a fad.
0: discredited all of this uh, oh. many, many months ago. It
1: was a momentary thing that everyone got obsessed with and then got over but these guys held on to it. Like, <laughs> that's not good. So George was not happy to be laid saying and I quote it's still hard to deal with I lost a good job I lost the friends I had in there which is a little bit sad but mm. it's okay because she's not going to need to work for a while after she sues the pizza joint into the ground
0: yeah uh, absolutely wide open uh, yeah. absolutely wide it's open it's not good, Ned it's Kelly, not please, good.
1: Uh? so Maurice Blackburn have taken on the case a firm Ooh. that claims to fight for fair They've represented workers' interests in the past. They're a bit left aligned. As Lucky Lance has said a million times in his videos about lawsuits, if a big firm takes on a case, you know the defendant is rooted. And that's why all these mandatory vaccination cases that have come up in the past make no fucking sense because you've got these virtual office motherfuckers who are in there doing these crowdfunding things, trying to get this thing going. Mate, if there were grounds, trust me, a big firm would take it on. That's what Lance has always said, and he's not fucking wrong. Firms like Maurice Blackburn do not take on losing cases. That's not how they work. They're not crowdfunding this. So my money's in Georgia here, but it's still yet to be determined. We respect the courts, and we will keep you posted as to how it plays out. The boss of the pizza joint has, of course, posted reams of anti-vax bullshit on social media, and he's clearly pilled as fuck. I'm surprised. Obvious, all of this is. They claim she was fired because the store was struggling financially and not due to her vaccination choice. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see what the courts think about that. So
0: the story has changed by the sounds of things. Yeah, the tune, the tune. The tune. So,
1: of of course, Mm -hmm. since Georgia spoke out, the anti-vaxxer brigade have been sending her hateful messages because they are, in general, really bad people.
0: Peaceful protesters, Joel. They're just peaceful protesters issuing the odd death threat.
1: Look, I personally often try to harass children online. I think (laughs) that they have had it too good for too long. That's right.
0: Yeah, Harden them up a a bit. That's right. With a few death threats online.
1: Teach their kids their place. Because I'll tell you what, those fucking uppity TikTokers, to be fair, most of those TikTokers should go to the wall. That's another story, and I'm not into harassing children, just for the record. So they're taking it to the Human Rights Commission, and likely, let's face it, the defense will be the Magna Carta That dissenting judgment from that lunatic on the Fair Work Commission that Michaelia Cash fucking appointed years ago. What a mistake that was. And various Telegram posts in their defence. I mean, that's what they're going to have. They're going to say, look, vaccination is bad. Miami Wolf said so. If this was live stream on YouTube, I think it would be (laughs) fucking hilarious for all the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're laughing at, really, aren't we? Just laughing at. We're not laughing with anymore. Definitely laughing at. And with the vaccination requirements coming into full swing, the grifters are responding in numbers to issue fraud. Modulent vaccine <laughs> exemptions.
1: So it turns out the Adventist Church is a magnet for plague rats, with the school in Kempsey locking they down are. for a deep clean after finding two members of the school community, don't know what that even means, tested positive for COVID-19. Yeah. And it has been found that some teachers Stuff at the school students. had consulted an elderly GP, which we've spoken about before, for fake vaccine exemptions, and then went and got the plague. Oh. oh. No. Weren't wearing masks, were you? Look, I just want
0: to talk about this, because there's been so many incidents where, Fake vaccine exemptions have been put on offer. The reality is what the federal health Department will accept is absolutely very very narrow. It needs to go through all numbers, all manner of processes oh, before totally. that vaccine exemption is it, it, it has has authority basically. And and, and uh, look, that was uh, Liam Mendes published a story about this in the Australian. So anyone who just thinks they can jog off to their GP and get a uh, to whom it may concern yeah. letter from from some dodgy GP, it's just it's just not gonna cut it.
1: Liam Mendes is worth following as well. Just a side note. Yes, doing indeed. some good work. Doing some good work. So basically a sheet of paper with the details of a doctor handing out exemptions was sent out to the school community in a move that could be described as controversial. Despite the involvement of the school, Seventh Day Adventist Church claims to be fully supportive of the jab. Eh, Maybe get your flock in line, guys. Maybe shepherd your shit. So the elderly doctor is one Dr. Evans. I think it was John Evans. This old fart we talked about recently who came out of retirement, cheeky bastard, to hand out vaccine exemptions to patients over the phone for a fee. there
0: has been a roaring success.
1: It's made a fucking fortune out of it. So we actually really don't know after the 400 exemptions and apparently 300 more were on the cards, whether. the Evans is actually pilled or just opportunistic. This might be ideological, but it also might just be money. Either way, he's in a spot of bother for his troubles because he's been referred to the relevant health authorities, as you'd imagine, and he's likely going to get a visit from the local cops. Mm. But in a much less organized attempt at skirting vaccine requirements, good friend of the podcast, Phil Whitehead, again, he's been mentioned many times at this point. He's been here from the start. He sent us an excellent screenshot from Reddit with a girl on Facebook, apparently receiving a message from someone who shares her name with the offer of 30 bucks. Eh, not bad for a screenshot of her vaccination status. She wanted to go to her friend's birthday at the pub, but she couldn't get in without being double vaccinated. (laughs) Aww. Oh, oh, what a shame. Oh. Doodums. So there's going to be Good hate to these shenanigans blood. happening in the not-too-distant future. We think they're going to be really funny. It's like how prisoners come up with these ingenious ways to get out around, like, rules and regulations in jail. Let's see what anti-vaxxers come up with the next month or so to just simply get into the pub. They should be pretty funny. Well,
0: the screenshot... The screenshot's not really going to work, is it? I mean, look, it, 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 it might. might. It, depends it, might. On, it depends on how alert the, well, generally it's bar staff uh, yeah. uh, to these sorts of things. and um, But if it's the screenshots, you're going to get a bit of you might get a bit of a giveaway there that yeah. is actually still image. But anyway, yeah, look, they're going to try everything they can. Yes, they will. Uh, absolutely. Yes, they will. And look, I've the news job. Oh, God, What's going yeah, on the,
1: there? The horse pace that won't fucking die out. So some of you will know the peeled gastroenterologist, Thomas Barodi, Professor Thomas Barodi, who has surprised nobody in exclusive from The Guardian, which I respect their work, but I mean, come on. It shows he's filed a patent for his I so-called don't. triple therapy protocol to treat COVID. <sighs> It features the three off-patent elements, which is just ivermectin, antibiotic, doxycycline, and zinc. These are garden-variety fucking things. But together, it could potentially be patented. So old Barodi can sell it at a healthy profit doing the exact same thing as big pharma that they all fucking whinge about because anti-vaxxers don't hate big pharma. They hate that they're not big pharma. When they become big pharma, they're stoked.
0: Let me just start with some very obvious facts around this. If you're buying Professor Barodi's shite, you would be paying through the <laughs> fucking nose for it. Yeah. Or if you're looking at this just f- simply from a cost factor, you can get the vaccination for free. Yes, you could. Or you yes, can you get could. ivermectin, uh doxycycline and zinc. zinc well, zinc's available over the counter. Uh you could buy this in a package from from a grifter who's basically offering you a standard sort of response to a light dose of influenza. Not yep. COVID.
1: And look, why are you taking antibiotics? It's a virus. It's not a bacteria. You're yeah. Fucking morons. And you're only all- just.
0: You're only dealing with secondary infections. That's that's why people often say, why, am I, "Why don't I? Why don't I get an antibiotic if I've got a virus?" But basically, antibiotic is is designed to deal with secondary infections yeah, caused bacteria,
1: by bacteria. Bacteria. It's ridiculous. Anyway, so Brody's kept this quiet, and for a very good reason, because it looks fucking terrible. Mm. But it's just history repeating itself. The godfather of the anti-vaccine movement, Andrew Wakefield, did exactly the same fucking thing. Wakefield, who also worked in gastroenterology, because, like, what the fuck is with gastroenterologists, falsified a link between the MMR vaccine and autism, which, of course, led to the emergence of this whole new wave of anti-vaccine nuttery that we're still suffering through today. And why? It was for money. He did have an interest in a class action lawsuit, which is a whole other story, but he also filed a patent-free zone fucking measles vaccine because Measle it's all about and money.
0: And testing. It's, it's and testing.
1: Just, it's, not, <clears throat> it's not about the principle. It is about the money. No, That's number one. Always.
0: And we do uh, urge uh, the usual cautions about taking ivermectin to our listeners. Uh, we have spoken in detail about the side effects of taking ivermectin, which can include almost explosive flatulence, Joel. I mean, the sort of stuff blow your fucking bathroom door off and leave you with a very, very sore anus for a very, very long time. Yeah. So it's just not just it's not just the flatulence. You will also get really a nasty case that runs. It's probably best you avoid it altogether, but if you insist on taking it,
1: yeah Yeah, yeah, be mindful. Don't take it. Take it around mealtime. Yeah, let's it's,
0: face it. It's not a drug that comes with no risk. If, and if you're taking it without, without any sort of prescription, you you will almost certainly make yourself very sick. Yes. It's what absolutely. these fuckos like like, uh, like Kelly talk about. Oh, I'll take ivermectin. You know, we should be looking at ivermectin. We should have ivermectin. And when he does that, because the people who listen to him say, I'll take ivermectin and I'll take it. I'm, I don't trust medical science so i'm just gonna get hold of this stuff and i'm gonna start taking it not only will you be farting like a fucking draft (laughs) horse you'll be shitting your fucking pants in the supermarket
1: just imagine craig kelly's toilet i can't i just can't it's only a matter of time before he shits
0: himself in the supermarket too true that we should be papping him because it will happen
1: This week's famous last words comes courtesy of my good mate MC Sugar Shane. I fucking miss you, brother, and I can't wait to see you again. You sent me this beautiful redemption story. Oh, Because we like to rotate this segment between utterly pointless tragedy and positive moments of self-awareness. You know, it's that yin and yang sort of effect. So we've got Chris Wyckoff from Hawaii, 66 years young, who got COVID and didn't enjoy the process. Mm. Chris was the founder of a Hawaiian anti-vax group called the Aloha Freedom Coalition, which is an incredibly shit name. He was the usual anti-lockdown guy who claimed that restrictions were killing business and harming liberties, which they kind of are, but there's a bit of a chest cough going around, mate. (laughs) Come on, mate. I mean, you know.
0: You're in the zone there. You're 66.
1: Yeah.
0: Just like Get on your fucking toes, pal.
1: Why is this a good idea? So he's dismissed Mm. COVID-19 as a little flu, and he caught the bug and wound up in hospital, believing his death was very much on the cards. It kind of a shake-up. He now requires medical assistance to breathe. Oh, Mm. not a little flu, is it? It's a bad flu. nasty
0: little flu, is it? Real
1: bad flu. So unlike many of the completely peeled idiots out there who will literally die screaming for Ivermectin and claiming it's all a hoax, Chris came around and he's urging people to quit the protest and stop hassling their governor, saying, quote, Before I thought Josh Green was exaggerating the situation and after my experience, he sounds very rational to me. Oh, like... That is a painful sentence to read. But look, if it takes a near-death experience for you to realize the bleeding fucking obvious, then I guess that's what has to happen. Now, Mr. Wyckoff is now listening to his doctor, which is good, I guess. I mean, he's considering getting vaccinated in the future. Just considering.
0: Yeah, just considering.
1: And here's the quote, probably getting COVID again would be more dangerous than getting the reaction from the vaccines. Probably. And that COVID vaccine has been proven to be safe and effective. That's it. You Uh. picked it. That's the word, the the probably, right? I mean, like, you can never really take them out of their fucking zone. So, sadly, it's not all good news. We haven't saved Hawaii. Hawaii has still fallen. While the founder and leader of the organization has had this experience, the show must and will go on because in a statement, the Aloha Freedom Coalition, who is going out on its own, has said it will continue to fight against blanket mandates and for an individual's right to choose.
0: (laughs) They're opposed to blankets.
1: They are, yes. Well, <laughs> smallpox blankets, maybe. And is of course, still tweeting complete nonsense and organizing pointless protests around the island state. No. Don't know why. You just don't have a hobby. They live in
0: paradise, although it's a bit, sh- bit shabby around Oahu. But, um, uh, they do like to smoke meth, just though. Just fucking go and get your shots and enjoy your life.
1: Just hang place. the fuck out. So it looks like we may well have some famous large squirts coming out of Hawaii to come, yet... In the not too distant future, but at least we have this one story of redemption to hang on to. Excellent.
0: And when we come to famous last words, has Pete Evans uttered his last words on his political career, Joel? I can't wait to hear. And we're going to hear right now in the week in Pete Evans.
1: It has been a huge week in Pete Evans with the official cancellation of Pete's invitation to the Senate. So oh. long-time listeners will remember it very well. A barefoot paleo politician being extended an invitation to the Senate from Rod Cullerton, the senator in exile, self-described, of the One Nation Party. Yeah. Now, if you don't get the invitation to the Senate joke, Pete decided to run for Ron's party, the Great Australia Party, and he said he was invited to the Senate, which... Is quite invited. funny because that's not little, how it
0: works. Little card, you know, they so, send out a little yeah, card. Please it's come, like a little, please, little coat come of and arms. Jones. And in you can gold. sit next to Malcolm Roberts. He's very small, so. Yeah,
1: you you'll know, be able to see over him. you will have which is lots good.
0: of elbow room.
1: Exactly, it's perfect. The Governor General signs it in blood, probably <laughs> children's. So. It looks like people weren't going to vote for him. We all fucking knew that from the start. <laughs> it felt like he needed to just be reminded yeah, yeah. of the futility of the exercise. You know, like, look, let's face it. Bookmakers didn't even put him on the books. So oh, Pete's short-lived political career was always brought with this. Well, I mean, with a halibut at this point. They openly discussed that a reason for his candidacy at the very start was because he had a huge social media outreach. Well, that kind of yeah. fell off when he became a Nazi. Well when people realized he was a Nazi. And now Pete's a little bit web 1.0 these days. He's asking questions. He's got his little cult on Telegram, but that's about it. That one million fucking Facebook it's following.
0: It's yeah, gone. It's not a lot.
1: So the kids are crikey, which of course was probably Cam Wilson. He actually posted his response, which was no mate. But they confirmed the sad news, reaching out to Pete, and their quote was that he tersely confirmed that he was no longer running. The quote was no mate, which is very, very blunt. But that's <laughs> our Pete. He doesn't like the media. He's not going to give him any jazz. No. no. But it's shit. No, they're all lies. They're all liars. Pete's a truth teller. So is this the end for parliamentary Pete? It is hard to say. It seems like the GOP aren't even running candidates in New South Wales. They've like given up on the state. We are a failed state anti-vaxxers, which means we're obviously the best state ever. It could be <laughs> the Clive Palmer juggernaut, which is clearly going to take the absolute fuckwit vote in this entire state and has the momentum to really carry through the almost win of one Senate seat. But it could also be that just Pete never had the ticket to go through it in the first place. But either way, the man who doesn't have answers won't be blessing us with his lack of insight in the federal Senate anytime soon, which, I mean, that's... that's I I
0: think the absence of a a barefooted Pete Evans on the floor of the Senate... In the, in the in the chamber there it's just a great loss for democracy, democracy has lost the yeah. day it's yeah. very sad. It's very yeah. sad. Which is really strange because he actually thinks the process revol- revolves around invitation and RSVP. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, sort on of the messy short voting list. business or anything. No, just a Pete, fucking obstacle. Pete, we need you. Take your shoes and socks off and come in here and start legislating.
1: Exactly. I want to see like a, a big giant bed of coals. You have to walk <laughs> through to get to the lectin. Uh, that'd be really good. So I mean, essentially, he's gone back to shitposting. Blah blah yeah. vaccines. Blah, blah, 49. new age platitudes. Blah, blah, weird US hardcore right-wing politics. Blah, blah, Tucker Carlson. Mm. I quite liked Electoral Evans with his very, very short-lived, tame approach to extreme right-wing conspiracy and the focus on holistic and more wholesome content. It was kind of nice. Lots of the grass-fed salmon. It was good. But no, yeah. that's not our Pete. Pete's no. a natural cult leader, and keeping his flock in line involves a finely curated display of emotionally jarring content, followed by these empty meme hugs that make you think that he cares about you. It's worked well from so far, and it might just keep him on this side of insolvency for a little while to come.
0: Yeah, well, he's, he's missing out on that two hundred thousand dollar a year salary that uh, all senators, all invited senators, receive. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's just he got some. He's just he's still asking questions, though, isn't he? Charlie, she's he asking questions, and, and there are others around us who are asking questions of him and saying, "What the fuck is going on in your brain, son?"
1: So he asked some questions on Telegram this week, which I didn't cover as a result of this hilarious revelation. But I tell you what, that was my backup plan, and they are good bad. questions. They're just so banal and stupid. <laughs> and I tell you what, it's going to end up being the weekend, Pete Evans question mark. That's just going to be the fucking yeah, segment.
0: yeah. Is it the weekend? In- <laughs> is it the weekend, Pete Evans?
1: Man. just ask him you
0: have been listening to the conditional release program with your host Jack the Insider and Joel Hill if you haven't already hit the subscribe button and if you've enjoyed our bullshit throw us a 5 star review on your podcast app
1: Jack can be found on Twitter on at Jack the Insider and Joel on at Crunchy Moses with a K we set up a Facebook page you can find fairly easily and it's shitposting group which is great just look up conditional release program shitposting it comes up yes. promoting a podcast is easier than done We do this begging every week. Give us that review. Share the post. Tell your friends. We see Like there's a little graph and we're going upwards. And that's you guys. You guys are telling people. We can fucking tell. Keep doing it. We love you. Really appreciate it. One other side note is that Patreon is coming soon. We're going to start hassling you for money. We apologize. We'll keep you posted as it plays out. We love you all. A few coins in the sack would really help make this thing sustainable because I take like two days off a week to do this and my Sunday. I'm not apologizing, by
0: the way. I refuse <laughs> apologize. And finally, all feedback, tips, and death threats should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if it's simply to hassle us on our first dinner out of the house. Yeah. Nothing makes. Makes food go down better than plague rats and Nazi security guards. Come say hi. But please don't leave it at that. We love being harassed.
1: Yeah, if we say no, it means yes. No means yes. That's long established. <laughs> please, please come and harass All us. of our resistance is alive. See you, guys. Bye.